This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's up? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. Right now I'm talking with Cashing in Karma. We've established that couple of them are in seattle but uh the band is specifically a tacoma band is that right because three wait so it's half and half at this point isn't it it's it's half and half we're a tacoma mm-hmm. seattle band you're we're a SeaTac tac band let's go SeaTac. <laughs> <laughs> so cashing... i gotta say tacoma first though okay. just because tacoma that's seattle. And I are you're from. a taxi <laughs> band yeah taxi taxi band actually sounds a little better it's yeah not, well i mean it's taken but it also kind of bad taxi okay cool we hey it's a new thing uh is it i don't know i guess we're making it guys it is what it is cashing and karma that you guys have a new ep called hello world coming out september 9th uh this week here can you guys are going to be playing a release show at the high dive your record release show and from what i understand your first show back after this 18 months of not knowing what's going on so first off congratulations guys Thank you. Yeah, um, thank you. Really, it's just amazing to be back. And I'm sure everybody's probably getting tired of those show announcements where it's like, yeah, everybody's first time back. So <laughs> now we can get past hours. That'll be nice. Rip the band-aid. There you go. So so we got to hear, we did the little pre-interview interview. And I w- I'm curious, let's, let's try and get as much of the story of Melvin as possible. So... This is the deal. He, uh, it's his first show back after being back. So he was like back and forth, and now he's back in the band officially. So he's back to cashing in karma. Is that right? Yeah. So okay. um, essentially, I've been in this band and out of this band maybe two or three times already. Okay. All of them with justifiable reasons. I feel sure. it's never been out of like ill will or I'm on Twitter getting pissed at somebody. It's You're a busy like, guy. You got to, yeah, you know, I, I have goals. I, I had things I want to do. Yeah. And um, one of them was like, I wanted to go to school and see what that took me. So yeah. as I went to school and figured out myself there, I had to take a little bit of leave for at least a year, year and a half. And then uh, my senior year, I decided, you know what? I, I think I can handle it, do both of these things and really get it done. And uh, I had great teachers helping me out, but at the same time, I, I really wanted to see this band through. And uh, I didn't see myself leaving again until right around 2018 or so. And mm-hmm. uh, I had a lot of decisions to really make. And I decided I really wanted to go forward and really try to make school continue to happen. And I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. So I found opportunities to actually get myself in a position to be a teacher out in a district near me. And 
I had a lot of fun the last three years. I, I got married, which was really great. It was like high school sweetheart, I guess, in a way. And I, I cherish each day I get to have with her. But at the yeah, same yeah. time, I knew that as we figured that stuff out and I was able to kind of get adjusted to certain things, I just felt really empty in certain ways. Like not to sound like there was a, a hole too much in my life, but it's just like there's something else I wanted to do. Yeah. And I never knew really what it was until I really I talked to Johnny again. Uh, he played at my wedding and we kind of picked up the conversation again. And I feel like having those moments, talking to him again, as well as just sitting and listening to music and finally like picking my guitar up after so much time away from doing it for a reason, I, I kind of realized I needed that reason. So uh, yeah, and Melvin, like, yeah, he's like, I, I just love what he does in the band so much like the like he's always had a really good energy. He's always been a really positive person. And I always love what he did musically. Um, so when he left, like in 2018, we, we, you know, we were, we were just getting established and I was like, no. So yeah. I just kind of left it open and I was like, kind of just hoping and praying like one day he would come back. And then uh, <laughs> lo and behold, he, he's here. So he's back. And uh, it, it, so he went and he, he established his, his his uh schooling is his career he got his romance back in 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 his life and now he can have his bromance back in his life with cashing in karma it is funny too because um as we kind of started getting things back in motion it's just so funny how quickly things came together again yeah you know like just being able to connect with ben and dave especially because i remember when i was leaving we were having conversations about dave coming in into the band and i was like oh yeah you know actually after hanging out with him and seeing him a couple of times I was like yeah he'd be a great fit and then stuff just started building up and i was yeah. like looks like i'm not gonna actually experience it but yeah. i knew he was gonna be a great addition so it was cool just being able to like sit down and like have it become true let it be yeah. solidified and know that like when ben was in the fold and seeing him practice and play along and just seeing him grow along with us it's just like it's astounding because I had no part in it. That's Johnny's work in having them come together and unite yeah. that front. And it's really cool to just be able to pop back in and say, Hey guys, I think I can make some stuff work here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see where it goes. I like, I like yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Ben and Dave, like, you know, D Dave came in kind of after the, you know, like first official cash in karma lineup kind of disbanded we kind of all went our separate ways, had our other projects, school. Um, but Dave kind of stepped in and, you know, really solid on bass. Um, awesome. He actually moved here from Detroit. Cool. Um, in 20, uh, like 20, was it 2017? Or mm. like late 2017 or 2018 when you moved? Ooh, very close. Uh, early 2018, February to be exact. Awesome. Gotcha. Yeah, right. so I'm going to pause real quick here just so we don't get everyone confused. Pause for one second. What's your name and what do you do in the band? I'm Johnny. I am the singer-songwriter slash guitarist. And next. <laughs> and Dave. Um, yeah, so I'm Dave Bug. Um, I am the bass player slash security guard, as I like to call myself at least. Um, yeah. <laughs> Melvin. Hi, I'm Melvin. I play lead guitar and I often sometimes try to 
make a great entertainment experience on stage. I, don't I like know what it. He's and the vibe bringer. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, uh, man. Okay. So I'm, I'm Ben Morabian. I am the drummer slash uh, stick twirler. I like it. <laughs> I realized I, I got too comfortable too fast with this interview, and we just jumped like two steps ahead. So I just wanted to throw that in there. You were saying, like Johnny. It. Sorry about that. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, Dave stepped in, and then our our buddy Marco was temporarily on drums, and he helped us record. You know our like EP slash album, seven songs. So could be called either or, I guess, yeah. whatever it was. And then uh, Ben came in in 2019 and he's been with us since. And <laughs> it's kind of crazy because uh, um, I think it was the first time we jammed with Ben and it was still when we were like based in Lakewood. And mm-hmm. um, we actually ended up like pulling out this bass line and doing this jam and it turned into one of the songs that is on the EP. Nice. Which was really kind of nuts, um, but it worked out. It was really cool. So I guess I'll ask Ben then uh, and, and, and Dave, uh, since um, you guys are, are sort of newish or in the last like three years of, of to the band. Ben, let's start with you. What, uh, what brought you into Cashing in Karma? Uh, were you familiar with the band? Was it like a, a, was it a Craigslist listing? Did you see something at like a guitar center? What brought you into the band? Yeah, good question. Um, so I, I had a similar experience to Melvin where I kind of took a uh, music hiatus, I guess, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and I guess there was also a similar kind of a part of me that was unfulfilled, wishing I was going back and not wasting this thing that I had worked for so long to do. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny you mentioned Craigslist. I had actually been uh, going to auditioned for a bunch of bands on craigslist i was putting out my own posts mm-hmm. i did that for about a year okay um wait you mean that there was a solid drummer that was looking for a <laughs> band for a year i that what? is insane this it's is a so terrible opposite. universe he's describing here obviously. so for uh that's insane for lack of a better term let's just say i met a lot of interesting people all right uh, and <laughs> that's they, for another podcast they didn't right? necessarily work <laughs> Uh, but funny enough, I met these guys at a, I think you guys were opening for King Buffalo. Um, oh, killer. Yeah. At, um, and Barboza, right? Yeah. At Barboza in Capitol Hill. That's awesome. And yeah, I, I happened to catch these guys open. I was like, these guys are sick. They've got uh, high energy. They play the same kind of stuff that I'm looking to play. And we kind of just talked after the show and I found out their drummer was a fill-in drummer. And okay. yeah, I said, here's my chance. That's awesome. And oh, right on. And Dave, how about you, man? How did you join the fold? Uh, so myself, I actually just moved from Detroit. Um, for those of you who are familiar with Maricor, I signed up to do that. Um, okay. I linked up with Habitat for Humanity for a year to help their digital footprint. And I was looking like, okay, so I'm working 40 hours a week. I'm new to this town. I'm new to this whole area. Let me do something fun. I'm either going to focus on doing jujitsu, uh, doing music, or creating a podcast, one of the three, right? So I was like, all right, let me shoot off and do music because I have yet to do that. That's one thing I've always wanted to do is play in a local band. I've done cover acts before, and I've just been practicing by myself, right? So I put it on Facebook, and then I got a ton of replies for <laughs> every type of 70 rock tribute band you can imagine. Okay. And then I got a call from Johnny. <laughs> nice. So um, mind you, I was living with Seattle at the time, and he's like, yeah, come down to Lakewood to practice. I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to go down to Lakewood. I don't know where that's at, but let's see what happens, so. Uh, trekked on down, got to meet Melvin, uh, Will, who was the drummer at the time before they disbanded. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just enjoyed the energy that they all had. And honestly, um, I was planning on if this band wasn't going to work, I was actually going to sell all my music gear and just focus on jujitsu. Um, but luckily, Johnny is really good at what he does. I like his songwriting. I liked <laughs> everything he had to offer. And I was like, all right, let's see how far this goes. And I don't know, maybe we'll make it big. Maybe we'll not. At the end of the day, it'll be a great experience. Wow. <laughs> I'm so right. glad. Yeah, Dave did not sell all of his gear because I'd be scared to see what he'd look like with 100% commitment to jujitsu. Oh, oh no. a lot more bruises. He's, got... <laughs> He's still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still doing jujitsu? Uh, yeah, I signed up with a uh, mad chest not too long ago, and I've been practicing here in Seattle for roughly two months now. Okay. So, right. work in progress, but finally back into it. It's another thing I just enjoy and love. Killer. That's awesome. Don't mess with Dave. Right? We got. Do you have uh, cauliflower <laughs> ears yet? Oh, no. I still have to break that milestone. So I haven't earned my jujitsu gloves just yet or like okay. key, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. So still work uh, in progress. <laughs> so, okay. Right on. So uh, when I made you guys the Loud Local Band of the Week a couple weeks back, uh, something that I heard a couple times was this band name is so cool. Like, it's just such a clever name. Um, who came up with the band name? And what's Johnny. the story? Uh, Johnny? Mm-hmm. So that would be me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, I was a, you know, just kind of doing some soul searching in college. And yeah. I was getting really into. Does that mean getting the- high? <laughs> you can't see that. Part of it, it was before, it was before a certain time, Kevin. Oh, okay. To okay, each their sorry. own. Sorry, I'm high, sorry. High on life. Um, <laughs> there, you know, it was college life. So yeah, it was there's, college. There's yeah. definitely plenty of college experiences involved yeah. in that. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, but uh no, I mean I did a lot of that and um just kind of got into philosophies and stuff like that. And I was like, Hey, cashing in karma. That's cool. Um, I was just like learning about that whole thing. And just the idea of like, instead of like, you know, getting good credit for doing good things, it's more like this idea of just, you know, if you receive bad energy or something, like try and find a way to convert it into good energy to put back out into the world. Um, that's kind of what I, thought of when i thought of like cash and karma and stuff yeah you just like and like that's that's what our music does like we you know we take <laughs> we just take you know experiences and not all of them are pleasant but we try and make something that people enjoy nice dude right on i like it uh so obviously we all know this past 18 months isn't the most normal for you know any live band or any kind of group of friends to experience um what kept you guys sane uh as a group and also individually what what, and that's an assumption that you did stay sane but uh what kept you guys going at least personally and as a band and we can start uh you know let's start with you johnny um well surprisingly i did stay sane Mm -hmm. which uh again was a big surprise to me um but i just wrote a lot of songs um i wrote all sorts of genres you know just piano ballads or you know lo-fi tracks or just you know hard rock tracks for myself or just like you know just anything that just kind of makes something interesting out of the mundane or the you know just the restricted lifestyle that was there Mm -hmm. um and then also we were just 
really adamant about getting this EP done. And like, even though there were so many roadblocks and setbacks and, you know, we actually had to re-record, you know, parts of the EP just because of technical difficulties. Um, you know, that I think that was just like a strong, like motivating thing is like, Hey, we have these songs ready to go and we can either, you know, we, we can come back strong with these songs. Awesome. Ben, what kept you sane, man? Uh, just keeping myself busy. Um, I tried to occupy my time with as many hobbies as I could. I took on a lot of new hobbies, uh, fortified some old ones. So I got uh, back into piano, started nice. recording a lot of that. Um, I got into hiking and all the stereotypical P&W activities like yeah. paddle boarding and biking and anything outdoorsy. Um, Drinking and- IPAs. That's another one. That's another. Uh, so that, that's where I draw the line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only 19 minutes. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm actually very, uh, very against the norm there. I'm, I'm all about the, the light beers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was just saying, yeah. if you're continuing the PNW stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's where the, the line stops. Fair enough. Right on, man. Well, Melvin, what about you, man? What, what kept you sane? Uh, you know, I, I had a lot of other th- stuff to really concern myself with. Uh, mm-hmm. I was still teaching up until about January of this year. So mm-hmm. I, I was focused on trying to figure out curriculum, how to adjust to do remote learning in the middle of the year. And actually getting a couple months off in the summer in 2020, I, I took the time to just like honestly figure my, my own self out because I wasn't take, taking care of myself at all. I mean, school was stressful and figuring all of that stuff out and carrying a lot of all the extra emotional stuff that comes from having to work with the severe cases that could be with my students. It's like, you know, you had to find some some way to release it. You yep. know, like I talked to a therapist for a couple of months and That's that helped good. me through it. And I, uh, and I picked up my guitar again. And honestly, that that really helped a lot. I, I didn't play for maybe two, two and a half years. Uh-huh. And then just out of the blue, one day in the winter, I just decided I I haven't touched it in a while. I haven't played it in so long. Let's see what I can do with it. And, um, you know, just spending time with my family. My, my wife's been really helpful in keeping me sane. Along yeah. with my dog, who she's doing really good right now, but she, she can be a handful. So she kept me busy and kept me from truly realizing like what could really be going on there. Yeah. Right on, man. And Dave, what about you, man? What's kept huh? you sane? choking people out (laughs) oh trust me i wish all those gyms closed down so i was already doing push-ups all day (laughs) Uh, okay okay um but no um i got pretty lucky um my roommate i decided to split uh we're living in id at the moment and basically a two-bedroom apartment in the middle of international district is very cramped as you can imagine so you know it's like all right we should split before we get sick of each other yeah um i ended up finding a place that's actually a mansion up in lake forest park and then coincidentally uh, a friend of ours in Apology Wars uh, ended up moving into a house right down the street from me. So it was nice just having friends in the vicinity. Um, and then the other thing that was I'm incredibly grateful for that really helped me go through the entire quarantine is that around this time last year, I got to meet the girl I'm currently dating. And she has made quarantine a lot easier, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> I can imagine. That's awesome, man. Right on. Right on, guys. Well, uh, so we kind of hinted at it. And Johnny, what you were mentioning, so the recording process during a pandemic uh what was that like did you guys go somewhere to record did you guys record yourselves what was the process and uh you know clue me in a little bit about it so um 
we had to it was so funny because right when the you know the mandate the stay at home mm-hmm. shelter in place thing kind of came out we were we it's had only going to be two weeks guys the virus will yep. be gone two weeks just, don't just, worry about just it. two weeks just, yeah just yeah. we'll be back to i'm just kidding anyways keep going Johnny. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah like uh we were we had like dates put down to record and then like just the whole like being cautious you know being worried about like at-risk family and you know all that stuff we were just you know we had to wait a few months see how things were going yeah and then you know finally in june we were like let's meet up let's record this um because that was june 2020 and then we um i moved to a place in tacoma Mm -hmm. um shortly after that i was staying up in like renton maple valley area for a bit yeah um and then so i i'm I'm living i was living in hilltop for a bit just Mm -hmm. uh a, a neat little house that I got to rent. Um, and we, uh, started recording there. Um, but like, I, I, this was my first time producing an album. So I was still learning stuff and I was like, Hey, I figured out, you know, a better way to go and record some of this stuff. Hey, can we retrack it? Um, so we ended up retracking the drums in the new location with a couple of other things than, you know, stuff I had learned. Um, in terms of like production and everything. And, um, you know, we did all that. Then we, I moved again to okay. where I'm at currently. <laughs> and then Melvin came back to the band. So mm-hmm. I had finished all my guitar parts and then Melvin's back and we're like, gotta have Melvin on the album. So I took out the other half of the guitar parts and then we, you know, sat down and just got Melvin in there real quick. And, you know, we, sent it off because i think you know by the time we were wrapping things up i was so sick of the process i was like come on yeah (laughs) hey off man i just i just wanted to get back to shows and you know working on just like more music right on man well uh so yeah give me a uh how many songs is the new ep is it gonna be a three song ep right on um and it's a kind of bit of a mixed bag in terms of sound like we've got a um it's it's rock and it's got a range to it you know some some of it's a little heavier some of it's you know definitely like a bit more like party animal sounding or something and then some of it is it just a little bit more laid back and reflective I kind of okay. like the term rock and range. That's like, this is for some reason, like, came into mind as you said that. Just rock and it's going to rain. <laughs> Seems pretty much it. Yeah. Awesome. A lot of, lot of different influences. You know, we drew from, you know, <laughs> and, and not heavily, but, you know, we, we drew from, like, all sorts of areas. Electronic, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, um, hip hop here and there um a lot of punk um so i mean you know it's it's just got a lot of different elements in it um killer right on and, and so again uh it's available this week and and you're going to be playing uh the ninth at the high dive so congratulations on that so try and make it out to the show high dive is an awesome venue it's cool that they're open again and doing shows uh kind of a, a staple here in the Fremont area. So, um, yeah, I, I was curious. Um, you guys are in Northwest Band. Now I'm going to throw this out to you blindly without giving you any preparation to answer. 
if we can name your favorite or one of your favorite Northwest bands of all time, Modest Mouse, past or present. What was that, Dave? Oh, Modest Mouse, two and three. Okay, nice. Alice in Chains for me. Alice in Chains. Nice. Oh, that's. I gotta say, Hendrix. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I should have said it. Should have said it. I did a freaking. I did my my senior thesis on them, dude, and I should have said it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, if it wasn't Hendrix for me, uh, I was always a Nirvana nut or a Soundgarden uh, nut. Honestly, yeah. grunge got me into music and mm-hmm. uh, kind of helped me get into the idea of what loud and aggressive and really fun edgy stuff can get. Yeah. I mean, it was from the 90s, so that's as edgy as you can get there, but they got to be there. Awesome. Yeah. Now now that we're uh, I'm on to the portion where I ask totally random questions out of nowhere and give you no prep for it, let's start with Ben. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got the scar. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> I can go with the most recent one. Okay. Uh, right here. I don't know if you can see it. Right there it is. Okay. Yeah, we see that. That's pretty deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh I was out hiking and uh stumbled upon a bear. What? Uh no. Um actually <laughs> much more mild than that. <laughs> Just fought a bear casually. Okay. <laughs> no, the real story is much less exciting. I was trying to clip my dog's nails and he kind of went berserk and just swatted at me. Not happy. And that. just ripped open my arm. That's equal to a bear, though. I yeah. will. Yeah, he, yeah, he is equal to a bear. He could probably <laughs> take a bear. No joke. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I believe it. All right, Dave, Dave. What about you, man? Pick a scar. Tell us a story. Oh, oh boy. All right. Um, let me see if this one's still visible. Uh, yeah, or it might be this arm. Bear with me. I can't see my own elbows. But either way, okay. <laughs> so I believe it's somewhere around here. All right. So either we'll, way, edit uh, it in. Yeah, back yeah. when I was in Detroit, um, are you guys familiar with what a schlongboard is? <laughs> a schlongboard? What? Yeah, a schlongboard. That sounds dirty. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I'm ready for the story? Is it a is it radio board friendly? Your, is it a longboard for your schlong? Kind, well, <laughs> close. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think. Uh, so, long story short, so if you take a skateboard and you put longboard wheels on, you make it a schlongboard. So I made oh, one okay. of those. Uh, uh, however. Uh, when it comes to making one of those, you want to make sure you have rises on there because the wheels for a longboard are super thick and can easily hit the top of the board and give you a wheel bite and you'll just fall immediately oh, off, right? Oh, yeah. That makes so sense. I made the huge mistake of not putting those on. Um, I was in my parking lot in Grand Rapids. This was back in your Creek apartments um, where the pavement is filled with rocks, glass, sharp objects, this, that, and the third. No Hepatitis one needles. Yeah. Yeah, however I'm alive right now is beyond me. Um, but yeah, long story short, uh, I took took it out for a test drive after I put it together. Went about two inches, immediately got wheel bite, and just slammed across the pavement and dragged across the oh. elbow first. So yeah, I just took some duct tape and some paper towel and taped it up because I didn't have health insurance or money to go to a doctor to get stitches yeah, and kind of just hope it healed, and it yeah. did. So <laughs> well, if you ever need risers again, you know who to call. <laughs> oh johnny you know i'm coming to you first <laughs> johnny what about you man pick a scar oh uh, okay um let's see can you see that yeah you can see that mm-hmm. right yeah oh that i uh, i had a ganglion cyst until november of 2020 i got 
I got a surgery to take it out because it was uh, pressing against my nerve. Actually, it was like nestled. It wasn't like the biggest, most gnarliest looking one, but it wasn't Doctor Pimple Popper style. Oh no, they they had to chop. They had to cut it open. They (laughs) put me under, and apparently, I was what they said. uh, I wasn't a cheap date. They were like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> their words not mine they said i had to have three michael jackson's worth of anesthesia to finally oh put me asleep um which is pretty intense wow. but yeah um i don't have chronic pain anymore and <laughs> you know shooting nerve pain and i can use my wrist so that's pretty great yeah. um i i love that michael jackson is like the reference point there bro oh my gosh <laughs> i'm gonna start using that <laughs> i like that awesome and uh, last but not least, Melvin, you got a scar? So I never really broken a bone or anything like that. Yeah. I, I do have really weird fingers. And so, like, I don't know what's wrong with my pinkies, oh. but they have such a deep twist and burn or bump oh, to yeah. them. And then, uh, like, when it comes down to, like, weird stories, I remember my freshman year of high school, my, my mom didn't want me to play, like, any sports. My brother tore his MCL in high school, and she didn't want me to do that, or at least mm-hmm. wait until sophomore year for some reason or something. But, uh. I ended up going through a baseball season unscathed, totally no pain, no pain whatsoever. And I get to like the last day of like basic ninth grade PE class and I'm doing wall touches and I turn and stumble and my thumb lands on my chest and pops itself out of socket. Like I'm talking my thumb was behind a knuckle for a second. And then like, as I'm ta- as I'm walking to go to the teacher to go tell her something's wrong with my hand, my thumb just pops right back into space. Totally fine. <laughs> I even move it. And she, she looks at me and goes, right, go see the nurse with no escort. So I'm walking the hall holding this, like just freshly reattached or re put together thumb through the halls. And I'm just like, I, I think this is it. And I just slumped into the bat, into the office and just sat there. Damn. I had no idea what was going on. That's hard. But hardcore. apparently I had to put it in a sling for about two weeks and it was totally fine. Weird. Damn, dude. That, just the visuals of that sounds nasty. It wasn't a fun one. It wasn't a yeah. fun one. It sounds pretty gnarly. So again, uh, the album, the EP is called Hello World, and it's going to be available later this week on the 9th. And if you like what you hear from this song, you can check out the EP, and then you could also see them on the 9th at the High Dive. Um, we're actually going to go into a song to end this. Uh, it's called Fake It Till You Break It uh, from the EP. So just a little bit of a test here if if you dig it. And it shouldn't be a test because I know you'll dig it. Uh, so Cashing in Karma, uh, tell me a little bit about this song, Fake It Till You Break It. Who uh, came up with the idea? What's the idea behind it? Um, so Fake It Till You Break It is this idea of, you know, kind of being in denial like this the cognitive dissonance like when you believe something but your actions don't align with it and stuff so it's like eventually you know you are just going to cave and if you're in if you are continuing with something you're not happy with like eventually you will just end up getting to a point where you can't anymore um and uh you know that that was kind of like inspiration from you know, the quarantine and some parts, but, you know, also just like in terms of relationships with people, you know, yeah. Um, when, you know, people aren't, you know, fully honest with themselves. So it's, it's kind of like a, I don't know, just take a listen. Yeah, it's fun. Let the music speak for itself, I suppose. So we're going to go into that. But before we do, you guys got any shout outs or thank yous before we jump into the song? Oh, geez. Uh, Thanks, mom, dad. Um, 
Kyle from Apology Wars, um, my partner Bree, she's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, my dog, Allie. Um, Levi Seitz um, for mastering our EP. Um, awesome. Hi, Dive, for having us uh, host our release show. Uh, you guys? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, um, my partner, Tiana. <laughs> uh, Kyle from Apology Wars, who I now live with. Um, the rest right. of the band members uh, that I get to play D&D with occasionally online. And yeah, just general friends and support. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'd honestly say the same. I, I think my wife, Evelyn, thank you so much for just being so supportive and pushing me to want to continue to do this. Uh, I thank my dog for multiple reasons, for being the support system that I need when I get yeah. home most days. And for being the most quiet puppers in the entire world as we went through yes, this whole video. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think my family, my mom, my dad, my brother, just for the support and the drive they gave me to really push myself to, you know, no matter what, see that I can do this and whatever I want to put my efforts to, it's possible. Yep. And uh, honestly, just everyone that wants to support this band, support myself and everyone that wants to make this kind of mission come to me, you know, uh, no one can do this without the support or some kind of backing that tells them that it's possible. So I think. Oh, absolutely. And, and how about you, Ben? Uh, yeah, just same as everyone else, obviously, and my mom and dad for bringing me into this world. I wouldn't be on this album if they hadn't. Um, <laughs> world. Uh, <laughs> uh, my girlfriend, Anna, who's been uh, super supportive throughout all this, my, my dog, Toki, and then, of course, all of you guys and all of our friends and family and fans who come out and support us and listen to our music. Um, yeah, we couldn't have done it without any of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank thank Seriously. you, fans, for sure. Listeners, supporters. Mm -hmm. Oh. The fact that we have like more than one person that isn't like a fan member to say that you guys are good at a show, I'm just still like, holy crap, really? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll add to that. You guys are good. Oh, snap. Thank oh, you. Appreciate it. <laughs> so here's Cashing in Karma with a song called uh I'm sorry, fake it till you break it. And the EP, Hello World, check it out. You can pre-save it on social media or, sorry, streaming media, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, you can buy it at the show. Uh, again, September 9th at the High Dive. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Get back to your routine, you either
break it till you break it or you finally come clean Hear the cracks as you walk over painted glass dreams If you could see the other side, you know that nothing's what it is to see It's always once an open house to come look around it Even when it's empty and feels too crowded Look how pretty things can be when it's just This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 